Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast which seems to talk about all sorts of different things, but one listener described it as the place where we talk about what everyone else is thinking, but maybe not saying out loud. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and leaving a review, that would be amazing because it basically means more people can find the podcast. Um, And I also would really, really, really love to hear from you. So please could you contact me through Instagram at mumsdays. Message me anything really, but you know, your stories of life and heartbreak, or any thoughts you might have on the episode, or any questions you want answering. And as always, you can find the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello, and welcome to Happily Ever After. It's me, Hannah, from Mum's Days, and it's December this week. So, by popular demand, we've got Kath back from Clear the Clutter. Hello, Kath. Hello, Hannah. Guess what? What? People were asking me what you thought about Christmas. Okay. And... That's quite a big question. (laughs) What do you think about (laughs) it? But more importantly, how can we do it in a way that is, I guess, less cluttered, less stuff, less stressful? So, um... You've kindly agreed to come in and talk us through the festive period, step by step, in a clutter-free way, which, as you know, my brain doesn't work like that, Mm -hmm. so I'm very excited to hear all this. But before we get into that stuff, um, I kind of want to talk about your experience of what it's like going into people's houses and all the Christmas stuff, because it's just such an emotive time, like having... Your, you know, getting out the old Christmas decorations. I remember my mum and dad had this like really old chest, and when we got it out, we'd be like, "Yay!" It's like all the old things, and there'd be broken stuff in there and things that look like, you know, the blue Peter boat. We had yep. those on a bauble. Love them. But yeah, it's just so easy to accumulate tat. Yeah. Do you find that? I think especially if you've got um, small children who like making like. Oh half-assed angels at at, um, at school or like bring home a bit of tinsel with them you know a berry on the end and because <laughs> and because it's Christmas you are more inclined to keep that stuff or um, uh, you know want to want to decorate with that stuff and then because it's your child and because it's Christmas and it's and at the end of Christmas you're more likely to to want to keep that too and then you just you just you know have these piles of sort of um, slightly rubbish Christmas decorations knocking around for years to come, which you probably need to deal with deal with at the time. I mean, I, I go into, I spend pro- pretty much, in fact, I've already got two bookings in now for the first week of January, helping people sort and put away Christmas decorations and and um, get themselves sorted. And, and I go into houses and I'm doing it next week as well. And one lady in particular, I know, because I sorted it out for her, her entire loft is full of Christmas decorations. And we're talking like every room, she she's very much likes a tablescape, and um, so she sort of decorates everything in there. Uh, but but yeah, so th- th- that but she she becomes totally overwhelmed by it. You know, the house it looks like Santa's been sick, and and you know the whole house is is sort of filled with stuff to the point where it's quite difficult to find the turkey. So you've got to you know you've got to find some balance and, and organization in that. 
and it's not just about decluttering at this time of year it's very much about organizing and literally every magazine that you pick up has you know your 10 top tips for an organized christmas blah 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 but again i'd point out that the magazines also clutter and doesn't help your head so have a think about like what you're bringing into your life at this time of year to to help you yeah i feel like it's huge now at halloween and at christmas to do these massive elaborate like table settings or like one of your tops somewhere needs to be some kind of big display and I'm just resisting it I think yeah but it's very easy to then be like oh I think the key thing about all that stuff you know all the holidays Easter Halloween Christmas whatever is is thinking about what's important to you and what you know like we love an advent calendar in our house totally love an advent calendar we'll have a lot we will have you know and it's not just about the chocolates my mum makes little presents for my kids and all all that kind of stuff but that so that's all lovely but it needs to be organized you need to think about what's going to happen to the stuff afterwards you know we got ones last year where we've got lots of little bits of tat in it and you know actually I took those into school and and because it's the it's the opening of the advent calendar that's important to my children not necessarily um the stuff that's in it or the do you know what I mean it's the excitement of each morning in December um that's that's important so but you know at this time of year at this point in this sort of run up to Christmas you know everybody will be getting their um decorations out everybody will be having a look at it and that's a real key time to sort of go through things work out what you don't need work out what you can sidle out I mean I've got tinsel I don't like tinsel but I have a bag of tinsel I bring it out every year because I think it might be useful but actually I know when I get that out in a couple of weeks time that's that's going to be going and it's a brilliant time to pass things on, to give things to school, to charitable organisations, um, loads of you know loads of places where um, could really do with Christmas decorations, can use them for different things. There's loads of refugee charities at the moment that you know want Christmas decorations for community halls and that kind of thing. And the other thing to think about also is with your children and actually with you is you know they are aware most children that Christmas time means that they're going to get extra stuff. So get them to think about what's the stuff that they've had all year that they don't actually need or they don't actually want anymore is there something that they really like that actually they could give to someone else you know there's loads of shoebox appeals and things like that at this time of year and so get your children to think about the the fact that they're lucky they're going to get more stuff so what is the stuff that they no longer need or no longer serves them what do they not use or not love you know the general stuff around decluttering and see if they can and they can get rid of stuff so you want to be looking at getting rid of anything that's broken that they're not playing with um, or that they they're happy to pass on um, to make space for the inevitable onslaught of stuff that you know is coming your way. Mm. That's nice in two ways because I find um, Christmas is can be super overwhelming and all you're thinking about is buying and organizing and planning and doing. But if you actually put your focus somewhere else in decluttering mm-hmm. and like making space for these things, then because almost it's almost like it's an it's just an anxiety feeling like I need to be doing something yep. because it's Christmas. Yeah. So therefore, if you're focusing your mind on something really super practical, yeah, and clearing stuff out and being you know like you say, putting old toys that you don't want anymore and giving them to somebody who does want them, then you're actually stopping yourself buying more things and getting more overwhelmed and creating space. Yeah, and you're also by doing that. Im- without sounding totally cheesy, embodying what Christmas is about, <laughs> yeah? You know, 
we all we all complain every year that it shouldn't be about stuff and overeating and you know all that stuff but then we all get sucked in and carried away with it so a bit of sort of mindful thinking about actually what can I do with that what I've what I've got to help other people um is going to be uh is going to be a really a sort of useful way to ground and and work that out um I think for me Christmas time can be a time for overcompensating mm-hmm. because and it's so easy to go overboard and I think especially now I'm on my own it's like I'm trying to make up for the fact that it's just me so it feels like it might potentially be not as special for my kids um and I've just accidentally bought an enormous Barbie house accidentally well <laughs> so Black Friday sales and all that so yep. I saw this one and I was like oh that looks manageable it had originally been 150 half price and then I had like a voucher from, you know, like a points accumulation scheme. So I used that as well. So it basically cost me £30 for this house and a little um, set of outfits. But when I've got it home, it's it was I almost wouldn't fit in my car. Um, and I just thought that just sums up Christmas a little bit because my kids will get something elaborate from me and then something else from their dad. And it's all just... Yeah, compensating. I mean, Christmas presents are a, are, a, are a tricky one. I mean, I think the thing that I'd always encourage people to do for Christmas is think about what, what you think the person you're buying that present for will actually want rather than the value of a gift. And Martin Lewis, the money guy, mm. goes on about this a lot. So, for example, I know that my children love opening presents but they're not actually that bo- they're not bothered at all actually at the moment about the value of stuff. So I don't worry about spending the same amount of money on each kid. I don't worry about who's got, you know, more presents or less presents unless it's like blatantly obvious. <laughs> but what I worry about is getting them lots of of little things that I know that they'll use, lots of chocolates, satsumas, all that kind of stuff that I can wrap up and that so that they've got like stuff to open because I know that's important to them. I know, you know, adults, people, you know, especially if you're going to places on Christmas Day and, and people want to swap gifts, you know, there's loads of good things that you can do to sort of minimise that, you know, sort of secret Santa, try a charity shop Christmas where everybody just buys a present from a charity shop. Um, I've known other people where they take a gift that they've really liked and then they sort of give that out to somebody else. Um, but there's a really, there's, there's lots of ways of sort of thinking about how you how you sort of pare down and and think about what the person receiving um needs ra- or wants rather than what's going to make you feel better because you've got armfuls of presents i guess mm. and i guess what what you're talking about is a is a key is a key bit of that you know nancy will absolutely love a barbie house i'm absolutely sure but you've still got to live and work in that <laughs> environment that you're putting that monstrosity um it's so going to have a whole wing yeah, of my house, exactly. which I don't have. <laughs> that, that you're, that you're going to put it into. Um, and I guess another thing around presents is, you know, I've had a couple of conversations with people this year is, is that actually we don't need to buy each other presents. I've got one friend who I, I see most Februarys and we just go out for tea instead of buying each other a Christmas present. My brother and sister-in-law, they buy for my children, but we've decided this year we're not going to buy for each other. So I think like sort of grown-up conversations, again, not trying to get taken over by all this like Christmas hype, you know, that, that you know, that people must arrive with armfuls of presents. You know, every Christmas advert you watch, you know, somebody's in a door with a 
beautiful examples of, of wrap presents, you know, and it's nice to buy presents for the people that you love, but do it, do it thoughtfully and mindfully again, not just, you know, think about, think about what the people receiving are, are going to need. So what do you think is a good, like, say you had to buy a secret Santa present. Yeah. You know, how do you work out what people want? Well, I guess the, the thing from that is, is thinking about, um, thinking about what they do so you know um uh, my secret santa present last last year was for a friend who i know works walks her dog every day and buys a cup of coffee so i bought her a a voucher for the coffee shop that i know she goes to so it's that it's that kind of and also you know when i talk about things that you love and that you use in in the sense of decluttering i think that's also a useful thing to think about in in presents and i think because christmas gets so overwhelming and people get to the last minute or people think oh, I'll get them, you know, you sort of just end up buying something because you need to take something. And if, you know, taking someone out for a drink after Christmas, you know, um, giving them a voucher for going for a walk and buying them lunch. I know there's all, there's all kinds of things where you can just think, you know, and, and we see this in our kids as well, that that sort of gift of time and, and whatever. Again, yeah, totally cheesy, but it is it is something that's useful to people i've got other friends you know that i know really really love jewelry so i would actually you know buy jewelry or i'd buy jewelry for my mum or whatever because i know that's something that that she really loves but i think it's really important to think about the person you're buying for rather than the fact that you need to buy a gift Mm. i think a voucher for grown-ups is a really good one yeah because you've done that for me before like i live near two really nice coffee shops so you got me yeah, in fact, I have bought you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee shops. Yeah, but again, again, I think it depends on on you know the person. I decluster a lot of people who just have a drawer full of vouchers that they've never got around to using because it doesn't occur to them to uh, you know. So in, it doesn't it doesn't occur to them, or they're not organised enough to have a voucher with them at the point that they they need it. Yes. So again, you that know, is a danger with me. Yeah. So again, with you, I might instead of buying you a voucher next time, I might just take you for a walk and buy you a coffee do you know what I mean it's like that yeah it's that that thinking about what's useful for the person that's receiving the gift mm-hmm. but I think that also brings us on to um if you know people the, the number of times I'm in people's homes and I'm like oh well you don't I, well I don't like that I don't use it but such and such bought it for me it's literally my next question there you go what do we do with presents we don't want yeah so I think this is a really obvious one for me the joy of present giving and receiving is in that moment, right? Yes. Nobody, unless they're bitter and twisted, and let's hope we're not friends or family with people that are bitter and twisted, want you to keep something that you don't love or use, right? Nobody nobody wants that. So I think the key thing is to understand that the unwrapping of a present and the per- person's pleasure in giving you something is the thing that's important. And afterwards, what you do with that is of no concern to the person that that gave it to you and is not a reflection on them because they've still been beautiful and kind and given you something but you need to do with that object or that thing exactly what you want so for example you know one of the things I want to come on to the at the end of this is what you do after Christmas and getting rid of the stuff that you know doesn't serve you or you know won't help you you know food bank if you've someone's given you jellied fruit or Turkish delight which seems to be a thing at Christmas god knows why (laughs) but if someone's if someone's given you those things and you're not going to use them then give them to, you know, then give them to people that will enjoy them and will like them. I, I find like loads of things where I open a cupboard in people's houses and there's a load of sweets and chocolate left over from the previous Christmas that are out of date and it's such a waste. Yeah. 
So make sure after Christmas you do a sweep of the things that you know aren't gonna aren't gonna serve you. Regifting is really you know it's it's absolutely what everybody should be doing, especially you know in, on Christmas Day. I really urge people to look at everything that their children are opening, and if they've got duplicates, you know those Crayola sets, you know where yeah. people get pens, you know loads of times you know and, and sort of wade in pull out the things that you know that they're not going to play with or you know that they're not going to like or someone's bought with beautiful intentions really really good intentions but they're not going to work and, and and keep them back and use them during the year to, to to give to other people and even your own kids yeah like so nancy's just had a birthday we had a party she got 27 presents with yep. multiple gifts in each one and i have literally taken about three quarters away uh, three quarters of the presents away um, so I can re-gift at Christmas, just joking. Yeah, yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say, just save for things like when we go on holiday yeah. to make up little kits so that she's got something to yeah. open and, and play with. Yeah. Or, you know, when it's just midweek and they want a treat yeah, and you've got it at, at hand, yeah. you don't have to then be buying new things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do think that's really... And I don't think I get... Um, I don't think people should have guilt or be worried about that. Because, like I say, I think it's the, the the point of gift giving that is in in receiving that is important, not necessarily what happens to that object afterwards. And I really yeah. think people should hold that at the front of mind. So the only purpose of that object in that moment is to be given and received. Yeah, it's to it's and to now it's already served its purpose. It's to show that you love someone and you've done that. Yeah, and you've received it nicely as well. And what you do after that is totally up to you. Yeah, love it. Uh, do you have any tips for making life easier then? Because I've been thinking about things like, is it okay to buy a good quality fake tree over a real tree? I mean, I think we're, we're, when it comes to trees, a bit like when it comes to decorations, I think it's up to it's up to you to decide what serves you best and what serves your family best. So I don't necessarily have a view on fake trees versus real trees what I do have a view on is what you're going to do with that tree after Christmas that's what I'm thinking because I'm like I remember one year there were needles everywhere and I couldn't work out how to get rid of this tree yeah we're in the middle of nowhere it's a bit different now I can just put <coughs> it in the back lane and I think there's like a pickup service but no yeah, now you see now that's dangerous in itself I think there's a pickup service because if there isn't a pickup service and then you've got one loads of random like dead trees knocking <laughs> around in your back lane that's also not good okay there was a pickup service okay because it definitely was taken okay that's a bit weird because people d anyway so <laughs> but my point is if you've if you're going to get a real tree make sure that you know how you're going to get rid of it are you going to chop it up and put it in your brown bin or though or green bin or though local authorities don't like logs so be careful with that are you going to pay a hospice or a charitable organization to come and collect it and recycle it properly for you are you going to dump it in your back lane like hannah does and hope <laughs> that it, it disappears i don't know but but like make sure and, and then if you've got a fake tree have you got the box to put it away are you going to keep it nicely to next year do you know where you're going to store it it's it's that bit of thinking that's often yeah, missing not actually, necessarily the the which way which way you which way you go in terms of actually getting the tree yeah, so even if you get yourself a fake tree and you're like, yes, I'm totally nailing sustainability here, can you put it somewhere yeah. for an entire year where it's not going to annoy you? Annoy you, get you've dust. You've been up in my attic. Exactly. And that's dangerous, mm -hmm. so we're not doing that again. Yeah, but uh, and also, but can you keep it so that when you get it out the following year, it's still as wow as it was the first time you, you got it out of the box rather than just, you know, people shove it in plastic bags, put it in the attic, it gets all dusty and dirty. Yeah. You get it out the following year, you go, oh, I'm going to get a new one, which is not sustainable in the slightest. 
So, um, I mean, I think the other things to think about in terms of being organized is thinking about food. You know, everybody has a tendency to buy too much food at Christmas, but make sure um, and if that's what you want to do and then that's what you can afford to do, then that's absolutely fine. But again, think about afterwards, you know, how you're going to use that, what you're going to eat, how you're going to do it. I think you need to be ready to recycle. I think you need to think about that in your own gift giving. So, you know, we know now that you can't recycle foil, you can't recycle glitter. You know, if you get a piece of paper and you scrunch it up and it springs back, it's not going to be recyclable. So think about in your own gift giving, how you're wrapping and what you're doing. And then on Christmas Day, make sure you're in a position to either be able to recycle or if you are saving wrapping paper which is a want of people you know people like to sort of gather up wrapping paper to use in future make sure you actually blooming well use it and don't just keep it in a bag which happens a lot um so make sure you recycle that organizational tips especially for small children make sure you've got batteries for things and make sure you've got scissors so you can cut things out of boxes when they want to play with them you know all that kind of thing like i say be prepared to sort of swoop in and salvage things that you think that they're not going to play with or that you can you know use use again or, or mm-hmm. give to other people yeah um so yeah and, and and with your with your presence and whatever think about people's habits um rather than the fact that you need to give them a gift i think are the, the sort of main things there yeah lovely well shall we end on your tips for kind of getting back to normal after christmas yes so um i think there's there's a few things around this, you know, as much as it's lovely decorating um, your house, it's equally as important as the way that you take stuff down and, and put stuff away. Do you not think there's a moment after Christmas where you suddenly go, yeah. right, I've had enough. Bed up now. Yeah. And you just want to like get rid of Christmas immediately. Yeah. It's one minute past midnight on New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that <laughs> moment. That's when it is. Um, so, yeah. So think about... Um, so although I'd encourage people to sort of get rid of your decorations before you put them up, once they've been up and, you know, if you still love them and you like them, then actually take them down, store them properly. If you don't like them and you know that you're not going to put them up next year, get rid of them in January. Do not keep them just in case because that's a that's just a waste of, of time, space and energy. So make sure that you're um, that you've got things away and put them away properly so that they, they last for next year. Um, stuff like I've already said, you know, do a sweep of your house. Make sure um, that you're that you know you're at the food bank with with stuff that you don't need, or at the charity shop with stuff that you don't need. Um, another tip for Christmas, just thinking about Christmas decorations, is everybody puts their Christmas decorations away, shuts the loft or the garage or whatever it is with a big sigh, goes back into the house and then sees something that they've missed, and then that thing like knocks around all year. So I yes. package, I package all your Christmas <laughs> decorations up, get them ready, and then give it twenty four hours. To sweep it. We have a little competition in our house who, who can find the thing that we've missed, um, you know, with free Haribo for whoever comes up with the, the thing. But do a big recce around your house because otherwise there'll be like a bell in your cutlery drawer oh for God, yes. like, you know, for the rest of the year, which is really annoying. They're doing a lovely thing at Ruben's school where they're taking in a jumper from last year that doesn't fit them anymore and then doing a big jumper swap. Yeah. So... Ruben's taken in some jumper that, yeah, it doesn't fit him anymore. And he's really excited to go and pick up. Because he's going to get a new one. That's yeah, a brilliant a idea. It's really a nice, really isn't brilliant it? brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. So obviously Christmas jumper day is coming up and then I don't have to buy him another one. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. We Perfect. We like that. We like it. Let's promote that idea. Yeah. Oh, Kath, that's been really good. Um, I haven't got my Christmas decorations out yet, but I think I'm going to have a really good rummage through and make sure that I do take 
things that I don't want anymore. Yeah. I mean, like the chari- there's lots of places in charity shops, but also, you know, local pass it on sites on Facebook or whatever. There's lots of people looking for, at the moment, looking for specific types of decorations and those kind of things. And, w- and with your kids' stuff, you know, it's the same as with kids' art. We've talked about this before, but, but you know, get, get rid of the stuff that's rubbish or is going to embarrass them when they're older or, or whatever, you know, and, yeah, keep, and, and keep the stuff that's cute and sweet and that yeah. you're going to put on your tree every year. But, you know, nobody needs to start finish where we started, half-assed angels like sort of sagging around the place make yeah. sure you uh, make sure sh- make sure you you sort of are a bit more disciplined with that lovely well thank you so much Kath. no problem i hope you have um a really good time in the run-up to christmas helping people prep <laughs> and then again afterwards yeah it's usually a busy time after christmas yeah oh well thank you so much no problem see you later Kath. happy christmas All right. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. I would be very grateful if you wouldn't mind leaving a review or subscribing because this helps more people find this podcast. And of course, if you've got a friend who you think might enjoy this episode, please do recommend it to them as well. For anything else, your thoughts on the episode or any questions, please do get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or you can email me hannah at mumsdays.com and I genuinely love hearing from you so please do get in touch. Bye!